0: This FDNY Pro Podcast is brought to you by the FDNY Foundation and its partners to share experiences from the field, best practices, and lessons learned with first responders. Learn more about our mission and how you can help support New York's Bravest at
1: fdnyfoundation.org pro. Welcome to the FDNY Pro Podcast. I'm your host, Battalion Chief Brian Mulry, and this is the annual ProFit episode. Today I'll be speaking with the head of the FDNY triathlon team, David Guilford, and the head trainer to the FDNY boxing team, Mike Reno. Gentlemen, welcome. How are you doing, Thank Chief? You. All right. yeah, thanks for having us. Maybe you guys start off, give us a quick bio.
2: David Guilford, uh, I've been on since 2004, and I've been over at Engine 22 on 85th Street in the Upper East Side. So one of the fellows in my house actually got me into triathlon in 2005, so I've been doing them... About 10 years. Mike Daly, he's since retired. He uh, loosely organized the team, and then he called out for some assistance. And then uh, Eddie Vega and myself and a couple other guys got involved. And then we really built the team in 2012.
3: My name is Mike Reno. I'm from Engine 33. I got on in 2002. Been on the boxing team since as long as I've been on the job. Manny Fernandez introduced me to the boxing team straight out of pro b school. And I've been on the team since. The team was started in 82 by uh, Captain Manny Fernandez. Now uh, the president is Bobby McGuire, retired out of 173. You know, we hear so many terms
1: in the fire department, functional fitness, and most of our men and women are cut from the same cloth. They're into some, some type of physical activity. Mm-hmm. And uh, why don't you just talk a little bit about We'll start with the triathlon team because it's such a heavy emphasis on endurance. How you see that as being a benefit to your career as a firefighter? The triathlon
2: and overall endurance sports, you have that real solid aerobic base. Say July, August is like your your A race. You're going to peak, especially if it's an Ironman. You want to start your base aerobic training January, February, March, where you're doing long, low-intensity workouts, which can be a little boring, but in the long run, you're going to see those benefits come June, July, and August when you need it. That's really building up your heart, your lungs, your cardiovascular, you know, efficiency. You also mix in some interval training, you know, so come April, May, June is when you really start to get the higher intervals, higher intensity, more volume training sessions in, and then that will help you With the firefighting tactics that we use. Grab that roll up, go up those stairs, you know, and then go to work. Once, you know, it's not just getting up the stairs, it's going to work once you're on the fire floor.
1: And therefore, your heart is prepared, your body's prepared for that stress. I've never boxed. You do a lot of cardio based training as well, don't you?
3: With the boxing, you have to incorporate everything. So my boxes I always says they have to run and uh, road work is to be done outside, not on treadmills. And they got to do anywhere from three to five miles, depending on how much weight they have to lose. And then we also do in high intensity explosive exercises, burpees, jump squats, things like that. But you also have to do your bag work. And uh, hitting the bag, if anybody's done it for more than a couple of minutes, they know it takes a lot of effort. So my boxers do rounds after rounds of that, the speed bag. It's not necessarily hand-eye coordination, it's just fast twitch muscles keeping up with the speed bag. So that burns on the shoulders and, and uh, you know, keeping your hands in that fist gives that forearm strength. This all translates well to the job, I believe, because like Dave was saying here is like, yeah, you gotta go up the, the flight of stairs, whatever flight number you have to get up to. Now you have a little bit of downtime because you're flaking out the hose. Still work, but it's not like running upstairs. So your heart gets to come down a little bit, now you got a two and a half, you got to push into an apartment, you're going back to work. You know, Maybe you crack it down, truck's overhaul a little bit, your heart rate comes back down a little bit, then you open up that line again, and then you got to go back to work. Similar if I was in the truck, pulling ceilings, engine knocks down, now I'm letting my heart rate come back down, then I go back to work because I got to pull some more ceiling, pull some more walls, and like I said, that up and down, up and down, you're able to use that downtime to recuperate, and I feel boxing really helps you. Boxing also helps you face your fears. The most nervous I ever get is walking those few steps up into the ring. I'm like, nervous as anything, but bite down onto your mouthpiece and you go to work and believe in your training and go forward. And usually if you trained right, you know, good results happen. As
1: time's gone on, what I've seen is being in shape is more important now than ever. With the amount of activity we see right now with our department in the field, there's no way around not being fit. You got to take care of the body. You got to train the body. You got to train properly, and you need
2: some time for recovery. Recovery in our sport is very important. So those rest days, if you need the rest day, take the rest day because that's when all your quote gains are going to be made. You know, your body is recuperating, and that comes
1: recovery comes in with proper nutrition. I pose the same question to you. Maybe just some of the uh, strength moves that you guys focus on. That might protect somebody from injury. And then we'll circle back. We'll talk a little bit about nutrition as well.
3: Boxes come in, and I like to start them off. I say, I need uh, you know, your bag work, and I need you to start running three days a week. So, all, all my boxes, when they're not fighting, I like them to, to run three times a week. So, three times a week, I feel is good because it's not beating up the body so much that you know, you're overusing your knees and everything else. And you're not it's just, doing big you're just keeping things are strong, you, or Not big you, Yeah three, maybe five miles, you know, yeah. tops. And then, uh, but when they have a fight coming up, now I'd like to up that running to five times a week, you know, especially depending on how serious, if you're getting to be one of the more seasoned fighters and you're fighting other seasoned fighters, you better be running five, six times a week. I like running because there's two things. One is you're alone with your thoughts for, for a half hour during your run. And it m- mentally makes you a stronger fighter. And then you also have to deal with the environment. If it's cold and it's rainy, I don't care, get out there and do your run. Mm-hmm. If it's snowing outside, I don't care, go out there, do your run. If it's a beautiful sunny day, go out there, do your run. And if it's too hot, you better got, you, got got up, you better got up, you better yeah. got up, you should have got up early and went for your run. Yeah, yeah. Then I like to also do, I'm big on body weight exercises. People are like, oh, what kind of weightlifting should I do for boxing? I'm not really, I'm not telling you not to do weights, but I'm all about body weight push ups, burpees jump squats, all that I feel makes you a stronger boxer. Lifting weights, I feel, can slow you down a little bit, and I don't feel like that extra strength you get from weightlifting translates into boxing, from what I've seen. And I feel you get less injuries doing bodyweight exercises than when you play around with weights. You know, in boxing, you gotta learn a lot of different things. A lot of fighters, they get into the ring, they start swinging hard, holding their breath, and it translates into the job because you need to learn to breathe. I realize sometimes if I get in, I'm, I'm all excited, I'm, I'm at a job or something, I'm breathing fast. I can hear my, my breath through the SCBA. And I'm using up too much air. I relax, I, I slow down my breathing. Same thing in boxing, I'm fighting, I'm breathing heavy. I'm all out of breath. I gotta relax, slow my breathing down. Remember to breathe, not hold my breath when I'm doing uh, anything in boxing. So I feel that translates well also to the job.
1: Yeah,
2: the correlation is there as well. Also for us, I mean, just to control the breathing, a lot of our stuff, I mean, the shorter distance is sprint and Olympic where you are at that anaerobic state, but then the longer distance you are at that aerobic state. Therefore, you know, you also need to, if you need to pass a bunch of people or you have a hill, you want to get up that hill, get up the hill control your breathing and recover and then settle back in and get down to the to the tempo that you want to be at hitting those spikes with the heart rate and your breathing and then being able to mentally slow it down control it and then settle back in and and progress you know all good
1: information and even what you said about the body weight training people can pick find what path works for them there's so many different options out there to have a base a cardiovascular base and whether they want to use weights that's or, or do body weight exercises it's just good to talk about it and see what see what's out there and uh
2: mix it up i mean sometimes yeah. people throw around like the big weights and they do end up getting hurt and you don't want to have one of your members get hurt because they were throwing around like some big weights doing
1: deadlifts and mm-hmm.
3: you know
2: yeah. squats those are important to do if you're doing them properly and you know, proper yeah. form and, you know. Yeah, well,
1: for us in our career, that's a big part of it is injury prevention. You know, yeah. we touched on it before about if you want to have a long career in the field. There's a lot of great things about the fire service, but there are a lot of things that are worrisome as well. You know, as time goes on, we're learning more and more about just what we're exposed to, mm-hmm. even with best practices.
2: We try and tell our members to go to yoga, stretch. Yeah. You don't get get that overall wellness where the mind body you know meets together and and you are kind of at peace and that translates across the board with everything so yoga does help with the muscles to stretch everything out injury prevention and just to you know take that hour out out of the day and just kind of put the phone away just kind of chill out a little bit and and you know
1: it really is a new fire department yeah (laughs) (laughs) you said yoga a few years ago well (laughs) i don't disagree with
0: you (laughs) yoga helps (laughs) On behalf of the FDNY Foundation, we thank you for listening to the FDNY Pro podcast. The Foundation and its partners are helping to bring this training initiative into firehouses and EMS stations throughout the five boroughs and beyond. FDNY Pro is the department's professional platform designed for first responders. Learn more about our digital subscriptions, magazines, films, events, books and other programs at fdnyfoundation.org slash pro now back to the episode let's talk about nutrition
2: so we do have a nutritionist for the team available to help people out we do like to incorporate some nutrition seminars proper eating off the course and focused eating on the course off season in season is a little bit different all around everyone can make their own choices we don't want to You know, bombard people with the healthy options, or impose our own, you know, eating dietary habits on them. But certain foods are going to be positive for the body, and certain foods are going to have a negative impact. And so, not so much in the off season, but when you're racing, you need to make very wise choices because it's either going to make you slower or
1: make you faster. Yeah, you
2: know, it's either going to help you or prevent you from utilizing all your energy systems properly.
1: How does it work for you when you're um, training
2: I'm, I'm pretty, and you're in the firehouse? So I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty strict. You could call anyone uh, oh, yeah. 22 <laughs> and 13 they'll, and they'll tell you. Um, so I, I try and stick to a strict diet. Clean, mostly plant-based. People want to call it vegetarian. It's not really vegetarian. It's just clean. Uh, I have a little bit of everything. But come race season, I am very particular about what I put in my body. Like no chips. No, you know, it's fruits, vegetables, whole f- you know, whole foods that are going to provide good, clean fuel for me when I'm on my six-hour bike ride. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to ride off like hamburgers and, and yeah. bacon and, and everything else. Right. So, How about you guys?
3: Well, as far as nutrition, uh, a little bit of common sense goes a long way. I probably eat like a 12-year-old, if you ask anybody at my firehouse. <laughs> I love chicken wings and mozzarella sticks, but come fight time, I won't drink soda, I'll drink straight water. You know, I'd never turn down a meal at the firehouse, but I'll eat smart. A- every meal usually has vegetable, You can pick and uh, choose, meat. Yeah. So I'll yeah. load up on the vegetables. That's great. Yeah, and maybe instead of having two chicken cutlets, yeah. I'll have one. I'll eat until I'm full, and then that's yeah. it, I'm done eating. I'll bring in some, some snacks, and I'll try and stay away from the chips or donuts out there, whatever, i try not to eat that. So it just, To be smart, like I'm not telling people that have to like, uh, you know, you can only eat this, you can only eat that, but don't, don't clean your plate. That's it. You know, when you're done (laughs) eating, you're done eating, and that's it.
1: We have such a large membership. There are people out there that are into. (laughs) into whatever sport you're into. It's kind of great to be able to connect with these people who share not just a fire department, but a passion for a sport. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that, you know, being part of the FDNY teams.
2: The best feeling is, is being on the race course and the FDNY kit, you know, which is like the race jersey and stuff and people cheering us on as individuals and as part of this great organization that we are a part of, you know, those four letters, everyone knows those four letters, what they represent. It gives us great pride to, to race for ourselves, but also to race for the department, to represent the department in a positive way at all these events. That's real special.
3: Definitely the FDNY is the greatest job in the world, and and there's no job like it. And with the teams, it's it's amazing to me because obviously I got on the job, and I was into fight sports, and there was a boxing team. I was like, I want to be part of something, and I fit in perfect because it was what I did, and I was surrounding myself with other people that did what I did. Then, not this past marathon, the marathon before that, I was like, I want to run a marathon. So, And of course, the running team and everything, they have the whole setup. So it's great. So then a friend of mine was like, hey, Mike, uh, you ran a marathon. Let's do a triathlon. I was like, all right. And then sure enough, in the orders, I'm like, the FDNY Triathlon. I know nothing about triathlons, but let me reach out to the FDNY triathlon team. Turns out me and Dave actually knew each other from before the job, but <laughs> um, now I had all the help. He really helped me out with this Uh taught me a lot about triathlon, so it helped me out. Anything you are into, pretty much, there's a club for that, that surrounds yourself with people with like-minded. As far as the pride, I personally made the uniforms the way they are, because it represents our bunker gear. All, all our trunks, we all wear a team uniform, and now it's recognizable all over the world. They'll know that not only the FDNY, but the FDNY boxing team. And so when you get in that ring, you're actually bringing that pride with you of the team into the ring. And now you fight with that little bit more gusto. I gotta say, probably the greatest experience I ever had was in Australia. I was fighting the World Peace Fire Games for the gold medal round. And all the other teams, they, were, they came to watch this fight, but they made like a, a tunnel from the dressing room area to the ring. And they all like, just made this like tunnel that I had to go through. And it all like hit me on the back. And, and and then I won that fight first round with all that energy and from the job, really helped me out and I won that fight. It's probably the, one of the greatest things that you know feeling I ever had.
2: Yeah, it definitely helps when you're out on the course, you know, and and people are on the sidelines cheering. Let's go, buddy! You know, step it up or or good going. You know, f- great job, and and it just everyone recognizes us and it, it makes us feel a little bit more special. And it does give you that little extra oomph, maybe to get up that hill. It's like deep in. You know, mile 20 on, on the Ironman with the marathon, and you need a little extra something, and, and, you know, having the FDNY on our backs on the race course uh, yeah. is definitely Yeah, it's easy to repress.
1: Also, I know you guys are involved in... Beyond the training events you have, you do some charity work. Could you touch on that a little bit? Sure. We like
2: our members to be active in the community, give back a little bit. And one way that we could do this specifically with triathlon is to help out with various teams for disabled athletes. So some of those teams are Team Achilles, CAF, which Challenge Athletes Foundation, and we could help out with them being handlers or guides for them. Handler is basically you're helping them out with their with their gear in transition, not on the course. And if you're a guy, then you're helping them on the course. So we try and have our athletes help out for specific races, such as the Westchester Triathlon, uh, the New York City Triathlon, and the SOS Triathlon, uh, which is in September. So anybody who wants to get involved, we have a liaison with these groups, and we have someone on our board who actually handles this whole area. We go through him and then we help out as best as we can for these groups and all these athletes that are taking part in these races.
1: Mike?
3: With our team, what we do is we we raise money for various charities. Definitely a big donation to uh, Building Homes for Heroes who help build houses for wounded veterans coming over. Now they have a whole bunch of new needs. This organization will build them a handicap accessible to meet their new needs. Um, which I think is is a, is a is an amazing organization. We've also donated to Sloan Kettering, the New York Firefighters Burn Center, St. Camillus, FDNY Holy Name Society, and we've also uh, helped build a, a handicapped bathroom for a Vietnam vet recently. So those are some of the things that we've done. Our slogan is we'll fight anybody anywhere for a good cause. So when a team comes to us, we raise this money and then we donate it to the, at the charity of our choice. Sometimes we'll go uh, fight in another in Philadelphia, up in Massachusetts, or in, in England or Ireland, and then the money they raise usually is a, to a, a donation of their uh, of their choosing. So that's that, that's kind of our model. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, it's all all impressive and all good causes. Really, it's just uh, to add to the you know the camaraderie and all the other positive aspects. It's really impressive. But uh, listen, I appreciate you guys coming down, spending the time speaking today. We could go on and on, but I think we're going to end it here. All right. Thanks for having us. All right. thanks thank you for having us. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the FDNY Pro Podcast. I'm Battalion Chief Brian Mulry. For more training and information from our department's subject matter experts, go to FDNYPro.org.
0: Get more from FDNY Pro and our subject matter experts at FDNYFoundation.org pro.